Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another little bite-sized podcast. And shall we talk about the Women's Institute? Because I believe it's turning into the anti, anti-woman uh, institute. Now, I don't know what you know about the WI, Women's Institute. Uh, something I didn't understand about it was it was actually founded in Ontario in Canada. Uh, that's where it came into being, um, sort of towards the end of uh, about 1897 or so. It then it was originally it was based on the British concept of women's guilds, which uh, came about ten years beforehand, and which was originally confined to the Church of Scotland. But from Canada, the Women's Institute spread back to the motherland through the British Empire and the Commonwealth, and thence to other countries. So it was a global organization, and I can tell you that uh, I have had family members. Uh, um, now past, who were very much into the Women's Institute, uh, my mother being one of them. And so uh, a lot of women get a lot, of, I think, throughout you know history or the last 100 years or whatever, have anyway found this institute to be a very good way for women to get together and uh, and pursue their, their interests. And, uh, you know, it was just companionship and all the rest of it. So I think it fulfilled a really, uh, you know, useful and important need, which brings me to the story. And in the most recent uh, edition of Women's Institute Life, it's, it's, it's honestly, this is beyond surreal. If you, if you look at on the cover, they've got a bloke uh, called, who's a trans, extra, a trans activist on the cover. And it says, the WI welcome me to the sisterhood. Meet Petra. She's an inspirational speaker She's a trans activist. And I mean, where do we even start with this? First of all, how can you welcome a man to the Women's Institute unless you are now prepared to devalue and twist the meaning of the word woman? Woman, human, adult, female. This individual, Petra, who, you know, if you look at Petra, um, Kind of doesn't look that female to me, but he's a try. She, sorry, David, you used the wrong pronoun. You'll have to go to hell for that. Anyway, Petra is on the cover of their magazine. The WI are allowing her in, just or him in. So just think what that means. So it means that the Women's Institute is no longer exclusively for women. Well, and not only that, but well, that's bad enough. But the fact that it allows people who have evidently got some form of mental illness, men who have got some form of mental illness to be part of their institute, then means that the Women's Institute space is no longer a safe space for women. Uh, you know, just because these men enjoy the sexual fetish of dressing up as women shouldn't allow them membership of the Women's Institute. But no, apparently that's... Petra's in, Petra's being not just accepted, but being healed because he's on the cover of the Women's Institute Life magazine. And, and this is all, this is, you know, look, it shouldn't surprise us this, right? We understand this is the devil's realm. We get this. And so we understand that this fundamental attack on gender, which has been ongoing now for quite a while, uh, but it's picked up a lot in the last 10 years or so. Uh, it, it's that it should penetrate organizations like the Women's Institute. It, it, it probably shouldn't surprise us uh, that that be the case. Um, we see this in other realms as well, where these men 
who want to pretend to be women are being accepted as women into spaces which were hitherto the preserve only of women. I'd like to know who was it in the Women's Institute that allowed this individual to be a member, let alone the cover star of their magazine. I'd, I could have a bit of some questions, you know, for them. Fundamental questions like, do you believe, the, do you believe that, uh, well, what is a woman? That'd be the first question. Second question is, do you believe that the Women's Institute should exclusively be for women? And I'd be interested in the responses to those because evidently the answer has to be in both cases, no. Uh, in, the, in the latter, in the, they have to believe that a man can be a woman and they have to believe that a woman's institute can include men. That Or, oh, you're talking about trans women, but that's men. That's men. Biological men, DNA men, chromosome men. Doesn't matter how they dress up. And mind you, this one doesn't dress up particularly well, Petra, that they've got in their magazine. But but either which way, it's what they're doing is, and this is what bothers me, they're devaluing womanhood. And, and you know, as a man, I, I, where would we be without women? You know, 50% of the human species is women. But in the West, we have become so corrupted, so... Uh, you know, toxic, uh, that, that we, we, we just accept all of this ideology, even though it's destroying the fundamentals, man and woman, two genders. And of course, that's almost defined as hate speech now. If you don't accept that a man dress, putting on a wig and a dress is a woman, then you're a bigot of some sort and you need to be punished. That's where we're going. The, the, by the way, in Eastern society, it's a bit different. You try that in uh, Arab societies, see how you get on. In fact, you even try that in African society and see how you get on. But so corrupt has the West become that it just goes with it all and promotes it. And in promoting it, it's destroying itself. That's where the line has to be drawn, my friends. It might seem a trivial matter, the fact that the Women's Institute allows in a trans activist, but it's not. It's fundamental insight into the corruption of our Western society. Thanks for listening.